0: On today's episode, Eric and I will be going down our thoughts for Creed II, as well as Widows. Plus, Disney has released the first teaser trailer for The Lion King, as well as Artemis Fowl. Let's get started. This is Off The Break Podcast, presented by Silver Screen Insider.
1: On another exciting episode of Off the Break Podcast. Whee! We're oh. all back. Oh. Gross.
0: <laughs> we went off. I mean t-
2: yeah. that was to Kyle's thing, not not to
0: you saying we're back. No, Cody had no, a no, great I'm happy introduction to that I ruined. With that but sound. I sound yeah. <laughs> everyone's headphones are gonna just <laughs> go off their ears immediately and just be like, Ah, what was that?
1: <laughs> well, welcome back, everybody. I'm welcome alive. back to you. I'm here. <laughs> I was so ill last week so completely sick it sounded bad i don't know if i've ever been so ill in my life (laughs) (laughs) like i got stomach flu i should say as a member of my household we all got stomach flu and i've been there a long time ago (laughs) it was so terrible but when they called me and they're like hey are we gonna do this podcast i was like no (laughs) do you want us to wait wait for you
2: or are you you even gonna be able to get out of bed (laughs) nope when everybody in the house is sick like that, is it like a weird sort of bonding experience?
1: Yes. In a sense, because we're like, oh, we're, we understand we're all in this together. Like, You just you communicate can, like. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you, know, you look at somebody and you're like, I know how you feel. Look at us making all the as noises. Me. <laughs> But then when one person, namely a. My three-year-old son starts to feel better. <laughs> We're all sick. Yeah. It was... That Time was for torture. him to step up. I was like, you need to go to grandma's house right now. <laughs> Get yeah. away.
0: Save Get yourself. Away. Yeah. It didn't It didn't teach him to have to become the man of the house or something and have to take care of you guys.
2: Oh,
1: no. He was wasn't that demanding as ever.
0: Yeah. I'm better.
2: I don't know what you, what's wrong with you right. guys. <laughs> Everyone's so I need weak. my
1: circle crackers. Those are Ritz crackers, by the way. I need my <laughs> circle crackers. Oh, because they're circles. So. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Smart.
1: Because <laughs> he, he likes iced tea. Really, he's a tea drinker. Yeah, they both like what sweetened iced tea. Really, they don't drink. I we don't do soda and we don't do juice. When but I was little,
2: I accidentally tried sense. I didn't know what yeah. you know iced tea was. Like the first time I ever tried it, I had never tasted anything more disgusting in my life. It was just like a like a brisk tea out of a right. fountain mm. thing, and it was like. <laughs> 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 I just couldn't. i never tasted anything like it, and I, I hated it. But I like tea now, but not brisk.
0: I don't like. I don't like actual I like hot you. tea. Yeah, I don't like hot tea. I'm more of a cold tea drinker. But even that took me a while to. Yeah, I water, really it's, enjoy. It's
1: sweetened iced tea, but it, yeah. we, we like heavily watered down. It's more like flavored water, <laughs> if anything. But right, right. They're very demanding for it. Sure,
0: tea. And they were demanding water. while you were still sick. Yeah. And I'm like, maybe I people. shouldn't
1: touch your
2: food. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: <laughs> probably not a good. It's idea. Probably this not
2: is good a good opportunity good. to learn to fend for yourself.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't get to see. Any films yeah. last so. week <laughs> at all for the we whole week? We stepped up to the plate. Yeah,
0: we saw a Creed two and Widows. Nice, mm-hmm. nice. Did well, you want? Did you want to hear our thoughts on Fantastic yes. Beasts as well? Cause, and wait, you saw it already I, too, right? I did so. at least. Yeah, we get did a
2: dedicated film. episode last week, but right. I guess we can quick run over it again. Get your thoughts on it. My yeah, thoughts? plus her thoughts as well. I know because be I
1: I did see it Thursday night early shows mm-hmm. I, and. Mm-hmm. And then that Friday, <laughs> I did make it into the office, but I was not starting to not feel good. Yeah, it had and begun. I was still reeling from trying to decide how I felt about the movie. Now that I've given it some time, um, I'm thinking I'm a little disappointed with it. I feel that the storytelling...
2: Is getting worse? Yeah. but <laughs> It's not... In every way. The ideas
1: are amazing and the characters are getting really good. And I like all of that. But I don't think it's being executed well in the in the mm-hmm. narrative is not being executed well, and I just think that that's probably J.K. Rowling not knowing the medium she's working in. Totally and agree. Coming yeah. back from this world building where she can build a whole this whole crazy world in these books, it's just not the same in a movie. And yeah. I felt like they spent way too much time trying to prove that Grindelwald is bad when we just already know he's bad. Like yeah. we knew that from Harry Potter. This mm-hmm. is a bad wizard. We we don't need to be shown that he kills babies. It just we don't need. that. He
2: didn't kill a baby.
1: I know, but he like looked it up and down. And it was like a it.
2: ooh, this, he's complicated. He's awful. he's obviously a a dark evil murderer, but he's a he's above killing babies. So he'll just turn his I shoulder mean, while his his while his minion yeah. does it. For him.
0: <laughs> right, but
1: I don't think that to me was just so unneeded. You didn't need that that to establish. What did that prove in the narrative that mm. he's bad? Well, where do you know that? So
0: what crimes did he do? I would have rather have <laughs> had
1: five more minutes of like I don't know credence talking more <laughs> and developing that character than
2: I still don't understand credence. That's because he yeah. doesn't
1: say anything in the movie, except, like, I want to know my
0: family, where I came from.
2: Was that, like, his thing in the first movie? No. I feel like that came out of nowhere, too. All of a sudden, yeah, he's like, he I, don't know, I don't know who I am. I'm lost. I need to no, discover. That
0: was a, no, that was a thing in the first no, movie, because he, was, he a, was talking to Because I rewatched Farrell.
2: the first one, and, like, maybe in that one brief alleyway scene where yeah, it's their silhouettes talking, but... I don't like, remember that because I, I, I rewatched the first one like a couple days before I saw this one. Yeah. yeah. And I don't remember like this powerful drive of Credence to be like, I need to find out who I really am. Oh. I, you know, I, 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 get, I, fe- I don't okay, belong anywhere. Right. I, I feel like that kind of.
1: Yeah, I get where that kind of maybe came from because he, you know, he was adopted by that horrible woman who just browbeat him into nothing. <laughs> and then he finally gets told he's special but then he gets like blown up at the end so i can see where he's like now he l- lived through that and he's searching like what does this mean how do i have magic what is, you know all these things so i kind of get where it comes from but it just needed more character establishment we well, either needed to see
2: credence way less characters and way more time spent on the characters yeah, that exactly. yeah these
0: are important <laughs> these characters these new ones are such a joke and these, <laughs> they they are they like, are. there's nothing. <laughs> I can only remember Hat Guy being introduced. Who the heck is Hat Guy? I remember, I don't even know uh, what you're talking that about. one guy. Who's that one guy? You know, it and it, it goes with credence as well. Like, they made him worse as a character because nothing really was convincing us of like why he's important or telling us like anything about him to help his uh mystery or like his background as to like what kind of a person he is. And honestly, I think. This Ryan also really did no justice to the original characters in the first one as well.
1: Oh, yeah. No. I mean, I
0: still kind of like Newt just because of the actor and uh, how much effort he's putting into it, but everyone else was I thought just it was written kind of worse annoying than the first in this one.
2: one. I was kind of sad because I loved Newt in the first one. I was like, oh, he's just kind of this, you know, awkward, kind of anxious character, but not yeah. in that kind of, you know, charmingly quirky way. Like, he's just mm. weird. But I yeah. like that, you know. You don't really see a lot of characters like that. But then in this one, it's just like he ramped it up to eleven and became a caricature <laughs> of his, of his first of the his character in the first movie. I I, I think was annoyed maybe by him.
1: The character in the first movie played off Jacob so much, mm-hmm. and he didn't get as much of that. And oh, then, way less. And then the Poor Queenie Jacob, Jacob storyline just way took a nosedive. I didn't like where that went at oh, all. Oh, Queenie, it she was more of Queenie's be... fault.
0: I know, but that, I feel Jacobs. like that is like in terms of
1: yeah. But I feel yeah. like that's just such I don't want to say poor writing. Like it's really, poor writing, you introduced a, <laughs> you introduced a character that can feel other people's emotions. You don't think that she couldn't weed out that he actually did love her and he is scared, you know, to marry her. That, no, that's a good point.
2: Yeah, she she's obviously knows the thought. She can't sense that, you know, he genuinely wants the best, but in his mind, he can't shake the fact that you know. I don't want you to get locked up forever. Yeah, mm-hmm. like,
1: and, come on. And then that drives her to be crazy. Also, like she just that same
0: thing crazy? can be that same thing could be said with her interaction with Grindelwald. Like, couldn't she have read his mind and known that he's probably lying,
1: or his minions? Like, yeah, come like, on.
0: like she. There's no, no way you're she forgetting could be that though. tricked.
2: You're forgetting that Grindelwald is very persuasive. I
0: can see. Her, but he's not. still a liar. <laughs> he's very persuasive. That's all.
2: That's all the explanation you need. Not, oh
1: not reading his God. mind because he might be powerful enough to be blocking her.
2: Yeah, probably. But, but none then you of would the get a, around. Such a don't you think about. you would like? Mm, this guy's blocking my powers. He's probably a really good so guy. So he's probably telling <laughs> the truth. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. This I could, I could rip into Crimes of Grindelwald for the rest of forever. And then yeah.
1: and then we're being told it's five parts. It all come together <laughs> at the end. Well, I don't I
0: don't really want to
2: wait well, anymore, I don't wait,
0: but for you five can parts. also make good individual stories that yeah. help these characters along the way so that way exactly. we can enjoy further movies.
1: Yeah. This was totally a bridge movie that was there was no point to it. This is oh. the
0: second
2: movie and I feel like I feel like if somebody were to try and jump into like the last season of Game of Thrones and try and figure out everything that's happening right then and there. Oh. That's how I felt. After the second movie in this. Yeah, that's a good way of saying (laughs) it. It's like,
0: what? Yeah, the screenplay is just not good. I do agree with you, Cody, about Rowling and the medium that she's working with. I think she's well suited for books. Like, definitely. She's fantastic. But I don't think it can work. I don't think she does well in a screenplay version.
1: No, and I don't think she has the ability to look at her story as a whole and pick
0: out the important parts. It's all important. Especially it's in a short amount of time. Because yeah. she's worked with Harry Potter all her life. And she right. could easily take so much time to pick out certain things and make things happen from, like, book one to book seven that become important or whatever. Like, it, But with a screenplay, you can't exactly – I mean, you can do that. But with how she's done it for so many years, I don't think it translated well into a screenplay version. Same with the first one as well. But yeah. I think this one was done way worse.
1: I think – what she should do with the third one is write her screenplay and then give it to somebody and be like, edit this. That's what we,
0: yep, that's what we were <laughs> suggesting too. the person can yeah.
1: go through, pick Hand out the off. good parts Let's and be like, Thank hey, you. in these three parts, you need to elaborate a little bit more. And then, and then go from there. And I think that would fully enrich the story. And maybe that's happening, but maybe people are just too intimidated by her. I'm not she, even going to
2: tell myself, oh, um, hopefully the next one's better. I'm just going to, you know. See it when it comes out. Yeah. The only
0: reason I'll want to see the third one is because of Jude Law's Dumbledore. He is the shining part in that, and I want to see more of him. Right. Other than that, I'm not interested.
1: Yeah. I've kind of ruined the characters. Although, I will say about the Dumbledore Grindelwald thing, I really would have been okay if there was less of their relationship and less Grindelwald in this one and he was just hinted at you know in the first couple of Harry Potter movies Voldemort Voldemort. literally
2: is like the you know the most you know about him is the that people are scared to say his name and that kind of makes it scary you know you get that quick flashback Mm -hmm. where it's like you know he's just in this big black robe Mm -hmm. but you know, and then you kind of see his face on the back of Quirrell's head, which is like the scariest thing. ever. And then in ever. the fourth one, when you finally but yeah, see it takes it, that's you like four like, movies oh. until you actually see Voldemort in right. the flesh. Yeah, and it's like, jeez, you know, I've been hearing about this guy forever.
1: And then he was like terrifying. <laughs> it really built it up, and then you weren't disappointed at all with the way.
2: He and then this one, out.
0: thank you, Ralph Fiennes.
2: The end of yeah. the first <laughs> one, it's like, ooh, Johnny Depp.
1: And I would have been okay with his escape scene, and then. Him not showing up at all until the very end in the tomb, and having the oration and all of
0: that.
2: He didn't really do anything between those two scenes. What crimes did
0: he commit? (laughs) He he stood
2: there and talked to Credence as in like, hey, I know who you are, right? And then talked to to his
1: minions about Credence. And so I less of him, less of all of that, and then just have him pop in. That's how you (laughs) savor it until the very end. Because if we're not going to get their big duel. Until the fifth movie. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah,
0: that, that's, I don't
2: know, I think there's really any way that's going to live up.
0: That's kind of what yeah. I was saying. <clears throat> that really this series should be focusing on the Fantastic Beasts part and make it almost kind of like Pokemon meets Wizards in a way where you go out and like learn about these beasts and get to know them and have fun with these main characters as well to have us dive into them and be more involved. And then along the way you can have the bits and moments where grindelwald appears and then have a bigger payoff in the future but they're just trying to go all in with the grindelwald aspect and not so much with the beasts and i think that's i think that's kind of missing something
1: i would have almost been okay if credence didn't even really show up in this one either like if his obscurial plot line he's just kind of out
2: there and everybody's you know you get the idea yeah but yeah but maybe i think that's a good idea
1: they could have had like that whole Lita and that storyline and all of that without actually ever seeing Credence be a part of. God, I
2: hated everything about that.
1: I actually, I liked that storyline. But what, The storyline is it. cool
2: if you yeah. read about it after the movie, but in yeah. the moment of watching it in the movie, um, I don't understand how you can make sense of any any plus, of it.
0: Plus, what does it matter? Right, what, it didn't what, matter at what all. What the, yeah, it,
2: what, what does it matter? It's just it, a disappointing movie.
0: It really was. <laughs>
2: Thankfully, the other two movies we watched were a lot better. Yeah, <laughs> tell me about them, guys. I uh, well, should we start with Creed? I
0: didn't get um, to see either one. Let's start with Widows, actually, because I think we can end Creed on a higher note.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: Well, actually, <laughs> maybe not. <We laughs> I don't know. know. I,
2: I I thought well, they were both... Creed
1: 2 did
0: more money, so let's talk about that one first. <laughs> fine, fine. It was
2: always going to make way I more am. money. Yeah. Um,
0: It did... It, did you guys know about this? Like, in its opening weekend, it... Rank or in its Thanksgiving weekend and ranked number seven on all time on the most money made in that weekend. No, like the first six are all Disney animated movies, and the seventh (laughs) one is pre two. Wow, like that's pretty impressive. And Ralph like was close to breaking the record anyway. Yeah, so I I thought that was kind of that is cool. cool. I thought that was cool. Little
2: no, I liked it. Um, I've grown on it a little bit since I immediately left the theater because I liked it. I liked it enough when I was first watching it. But everything about it seemed like just significantly less than the first movie to me from the very second scene. I actually really like the opening scene with the the Drago's in Russia. But I don't know. Upon reflection, I like it a little bit more. I can kind of see that it was trying to do more than just, you know, be, be, be a, a Rocky sequel. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it did it as grace nearly as gracefully as what the first movie was trying to do. Um, but I don't know. What did you think about it?
0: I think I had. I think I enjoyed it a little more than you did. I thought this one was close to making the mark that the first Creed did, but just fell a little bit short, just because of how much I love the first Creed. And I think this uh, sequel really does a great job of continuing uh, not just Creed's story, but as well as the Rocky lore in general. Like I thought, bringing back the Dragos was a smart move, and I thought they were actually fleshed out pretty well to where you actually cared about these characters and it wasn't just. Yeah um another match for Creed or Rocky or whoever.
2: Yeah, see, I didn't love the idea of them bringing back the Dragos cuz immediately my head was like in my head I was like okay, that's like
0: a, like of The most
2: sequelly yeah, hook premise you could totally, possibly have. Yeah, it's totally like with come on. There. Can you do a little something a little bit different? But the payoff I was I surprised was with good. what they did with the Dragos in the yeah. movie. I liked it a lot. Their almost unspoken relationship mm-hmm. was like weirdly compelling. Yeah. It was almost like like uh, emotionally abusive in a way. Like you get hints of that for like, sure. Not geez. just from
0: not just from Drago's son, but as well as Drago himself after Oh, I, meant, oh, I don't want to give anything away. You can tell he's you know shaken up like, by
2: groomed things. his son to be his correction. Yeah, you know, if that makes sense.
0: Definitely. And I love that aspect of it. And uh not only were they great, but I thought Michael B. Jordan was still incredible as Kree. Like, he is such a talented guy, and he just proves it once again. Uh, his relationship with Rocky is still great to watch, and same with uh, his relationship with Tessa Thompson's character. And I loved how they went with moving things forward. I loved all the shots from the action, uh, from the fight scenes that we get, all all the way to, like, the intimate moments that we had. And this director, I I think he did a great job. I think there was a reason why Kugler handpicked this guy to... Yeah, Um take over for him while he was doing black panther and i think this director is going to get a lot more work after seeing creed 2
2: i kind of disagree there um really yeah first of all the fight scenes just were a little bit more showy you know like the the fight scenes in creed 1 were just like brutal and you have this the the way the camera like shifts from over uh adonis's shoulder and then it goes over to you know uh, I forget the name of the guy he fights in that one. But, you know, just it's this very raw, kind of brutal, just in the ring, you know, you, you, you feel like you feel these punches. Right. But then in this one, it's it seemed like there were so many more, like, way slow-mo, a thousand frames per second. They See do, the yeah, fate, that, you know, like the happen, phantom yeah. camera thing. It's like, yeah, that, it right just there. makes it so, so showy. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, you know, in Creed 1, they don't really do that, except for, like, the big key final knockout punch. But you still feel how intense everything is. But in this one, it's like every other punch, it's like, ooh, look how look how hard this guy punched this guy. I agree it's, with you. It, it was a little amateurish, I guess. And sure. then that second scene of the movie where it's Adonis and Bianca and he's like gonna propose to her. Just maybe it was the song choice that was playing in that scene, but it was just a sappy, soundtrack. cheesy R and B song that yeah. was so on the nose. Like,
0: I can see the soundtrack being an issue. I know it was. Yeah.
2: I mean, not the original score. I actually really like the original score. Yeah, but the, the, score the is great. But the soundtrack, everything about it, it, yeah. it sure. was just so cheesy. Mm-hmm. Just sort of like, yeah, let's pump up. Or, ooh, this is so romantic. Yeah. Let's I've listen heard that to this guy about mm-hmm. croon about, oh, I, I, <laughs> you are my love. You know, whatever. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Crooning in <of> the house. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. The. The directing is probably the biggest thing that stood out to me as being a step down from the, from oh, the really? first one. Yeah, that and the character arcs.
0: I agree with you that some of the fighting could be a little showy because of the slow-mo stuff, but I thought the impact that there was still an impact to those fight scenes. So, like, yeah, I, I agree, but I disagree. <laughs> you know? <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, Rocky was also kind of disappointing to me. Not Stallone's performance or anything. I thought, you know, he's just as great as ever. Yeah. Just he didn't really have a whole lot to do. Like they're like, okay, we his subplot was per- capped off perfectly in the first one. Uh what do we do now? Cuz his whole theme in the first one was like, you know, his family's already abandoned him. We're well, not abandoned, but just, you know, moved on. Mm-hmm. Life has happened. He's passed his prime. Now he's just this lonely guy running a restaurant surrounded by his past. And then Creed comes in and Rocky sort of learns to, you know, there's still a path forward for him. I mean, he still has new experiences to have. He yeah. let, he finds a new family in Adonis and Bianca. Right. And it's like this beautiful, touching thing. But then Creed too, it's like, there's this artificial, like, no, I, I can't follow you into this fight. This is too much for me. And then there's like this kind of tropey cliche like oh they have to separate but you know they're going to come back together towards the end you know <laughs> that kind of broken friendship kind of thing right but i don't know it's he was just gone for a lot a big chunk of the movie and then he comes back and whereas in the first creed all of his scenes kind of tied to that theme of family and wanting to find a new surrogate family in this one there was just kind of like a oh, he has a hard time calling his son on the phone, on the payphone like once, Mm. and like an hour later, he calls his son, or he goes to his son. You know, it wasn't this maintained constantly, you know, or constant theme. It was just kind of tacked on feeling, I guess. Okay. I don't know. I I see where you're coming from. And now that, you know, Sylvester Stallone is done with Rocky.
0: I mean, uh, how many times does he say that with every one of his franchises? I'm not buying it just yet.
2: I don't know if I've ever heard him say that. But I buy, I buy it. And, you know, this is a good enough point for him to go out on, but I, I would have liked if Creed 1 was, like, the last we saw of Rocky. Yeah. I don't know. Again, it's it's a good movie. It's mm. just I was just – I watched the first one again, like, in two hours before I went and saw the second oh, nice. one, so it was so fresh in my mind I just couldn't help but mm. constantly be comparing it to that one.
0: Do you think that hurt it a bit? Yeah. For your viewing. Yeah,
2: I think Ouch. so. <laughs> like if I if I hadn't have rewatched the first one, I would remember the highlights of the first one, but mm-hmm. when I rewatched, I'm just like, oh, everything about this movie is so great. You know, you watch it again. Yeah. It's like okay, this is actually really, really good all the way through. Mm-hmm. And the second one is just kind of sequely in a bad way. Sure. In parts.
0: Sure. No, I'm just I'm just happy that this one worked out. I was nervous for a Creed two ever happening. I thought the mm-hmm. first one was oh, yeah, perfect too. too, but
2: it's way better than I, I was afraid it was gonna turn out yeah me too just like a real just a total cash grab you know I'm
1: glad well, that, yeah i'm glad that a smaller studio got to distribute it oh yeah you know annapurna put it um has a deal with mgm so they're mm-hmm. the ones that got mm-hmm. to distribute it and did
0: they do it with the last one too oops no the i mic. don't
1: i don't think they did the last one i, I think it I'm was warner's sure. that just the, warner's okay. yeah that did the last one mm-hmm. i have to go back and look but um i think they you know did a great job with it and it's nice to see smaller studios get that mm-hmm. that bump i'm glad
2: it worked out
1: and it just shows that if the product is good if the movie and the story are compelling that you know people will go see them you don't need huge big hollywood studios and all this money to mm-hmm. market them and stuff
0: yeah i mean definitely the story is well worth the time to visit but i mean it just goes to show that the lore of rocky I oh, think, yeah. is still strong oh, people to this day
2: i mean after, even after everything I just said about mm-hmm. that movie, I w- if they made a thousand more Rocky sequels every <laughs> single year and every single one of them had that moment where you think they're going to lose the fight, but then they get back up and that Rocky theme starts playing, yeah. oh, I'm going to like leap out of my chair every single time. <laughs> it's the best. It's just, it just gets that blood pumping. Well, no. Hopefully the holdovers yeah. will be really good. I think I it think is. So.
1: I think it will has good word mm-hmm. of mouth mm-hmm. and I think oh, it will appeal as counter-programming as the holidays kind of go on, mm-hmm. so I'm looking forward to seeing how it does for our guys.
0: Yeah, I think it it'll hold itself
2: pretty well. I well. mean, yeah, it's by by and large, most people seem to love it. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: well, the next film that um, didn't do as well, but I think you guys will argue is equally pretty well done. It was Widows this last week.
2: Yeah, no, I've been excited for Widows for a really long time because. Like Steve McQueen's last movie was Twelve Years a Slave, and you know, obviously that was like a, movie. a great movie. Grade and it's been movie. like five years since I came out. And I'm like, mm-hmm. come on, when are you gonna, what are you gonna do next? And then it's announced, you know, this super artful director is gonna make a high concept genre heist movie. I'm like, whoa,
0: okay. With the writer of Gone Girl coming into Oh yeah, bim. I was like, oh man, Stacked I gotta check this cast. out.
2: <laughs> and I watched, I loved it. I loved everything about it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I. I was I'm a little bit different. I still think it's a good movie because uh McQueen is such a great director, but I think it kind of underwhelmed for me in terms of uh how the story played out. Well, how with how um the story was executed in order to make it happen. So I think that's the part you that You mean like the actual heist? Me. No, or... the heist, no, I the heist was fine. Like I said, I think um McQueen is a talented director and I think he did a good job in making like, not just an entertaining heist film, but one that's not so cliched as much as the others that we've seen a little mm-hmm. before. Because normally it's like, you know, robbing a museum or Las Vegas or we whatever. we got to make this and, big score. Yeah, exactly. But this is just – I no, mean, this, it's a big I mean, score, but it's just a small – story I mean yeah I didn't really ha- know anything with, uh, where it's at yeah I do not really know anything going in I thought they were gonna be
2: you know robbing a bank or mm-hmm. casino you know one of those big when things you, when you find out it's just a
0: house then yeah, it's just
2: some local politician's office yeah and it's like oh okay yeah the stakes
0: mm-hmm.
2: the scope is smaller than I was expecting but yeah, the stakes are like way higher than most heist recent heist films I can yeah. think of because you know if you I mean, at least for me I I was totally in on the fact that you know if they don't pull us off these these women are like they're they're dead you know it's yeah. it's this or you know nothing they're, yeah, their lives exactly. are over
0: no i think what the problem was for me was um how the story was executed in terms of how it was edited as well as how the characters played out like i i found myself um not really enjoying how the movie was edited and it was trying to be edited in a way to where it gave you impact while at the same time try to make you understand these characters and not just uh, the widows, but also the bad guys who are in the film as well. And I don't know. I think it, that editing style that he was trying to do mixed in with um, the characters and how they were written didn't quite. What's like a work standout and that's example? What that's like you know
2: a good indication of what you're of what you're talking about. Sure. Yeah. No, like, what what, what moment in the film is a oh, good example I, I of, you were something else. of Sorry. that disconnect?
0: Um, I think definitely in the beginning... We were talking about this earlier before we did the podcast. In the beginning, there's a lot of moments um, where it's edited, so that way it's kind of like just a character moment, and you get to understand them. And then it would go to kind of like an action shot to where it helps, you know, start the movie and this and that. And the action shots are great, don't get me wrong, but... I think editing between the action shots as well as these character moments didn't quite help flesh out the characters all that much, and I think kind of hurt them a little with, with certain characters—not all of them, but with certain ones—it didn't quite help flesh them out enough to where you were kind of really rooting for them or wanting to get to know them all that much. It's it's hard to explain without seeing the movie, but I, I think I, think I might know of, what you are saying. I think, in terms of how the editing was done and the types of characters these were, it didn't quite make it work for me.
1: Okay. Um, okay. You guys talked about earlier when we discussed this Daniel Kulau's.
2: Kaluuya? Kaluuya. Yeah, I think that's. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. he's terrifying. Yeah. He was, was so too. terrifying. He was really good. Oh, but my God. He was really good.
1: <laughs> I thought I read somewhere that he has kind of. Like his character's wasted a little. He's not demise. wasted. He's just never
2: really a big. He's he's the henchman right. of the but of the main. You is know,
1: his, is his demise anticlimactic? Like
2: no, no. I, don't I actually so. really, I actually really like that. Oh, part. it was brutal. Yeah. Ugh.
0: I mean, it's like he, I said, the heist and the ending is all. It that's all very solid.
2: Yeah. No. He. I mean, he got what was coming to him. Yeah. Really? Um, okay.
0: Good. I always
1: like knowing that I bad characters see, get what come to. I them. I can see
0: that some would say he's wasted just because of how he's thrown into the movie and how much time there is on him which i think again is kind of in part of the editing that would be a, that would also kind of try to help my point as well um but when it comes to his character i didn't have a problem with it no
2: i mean it again this is this is a, a heist movie through and through you're gonna get everything you expect from a heist movie is gonna be in this movie um so you know you the main person the the, the the hit job or the score is gonna be against they're gonna have this henchman guy, this right hand man. That's who this guy is. The only difference is he gets a little bit more screen time or dedicated scenes than maybe you would expect a supporting a smaller role like that. Yeah. Um so maybe people aren't used to seeing the small henchman get a little bit more, you know, time to be fleshed out, and so then when he is inevitably killed, like what we were just getting to know this guy mm. um but i i thought it was awesome he was uh. terrifying on screen but i was just like i didn't want to watch i didn't want to look at the screen when he died because it's like just the way again the way it was directed it was just so like it ugh. was
0: yeah ugh. the cinematography and the directing mm-hmm. styles were great oh, but brutal. again the editing uh. the best fleshed out characters i did think were uh from viola davis and elizabeth de Mm uh i thought they were those two were very good but it was just the majority of the other characters like due to its editing and writing i just thought wasn't quite making me want to care as much for them as i probably should
2: yeah when when there's movies with a lot like an ensemble movie like this Mm -hmm. i feel like you just have to approach characterization different because unless you want the movie to be three hours long you know you got to find you got to come up with economical ways to Give the audience just enough from each character to be able to differentiate them, mm. and I feel like you know that's all I was really expecting. And the 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 little details they gave me about each of the characters was enough. You know, I I I remembered their names. I remembered what why they decided to join this heist. You know, it just it gives you just enough. Whereas, yeah, you have your main characters Viola Davis and Elizabeth Debicki. I could say are definitely the main widows um yeah and the other ones are smaller but you know you still get why they're doing what they're doing yeah they're not as fleshed out as the others but it's an ensemble movie some people are gonna you know
0: yeah that's a good that's get a short point. a too, little bit. for sure I, um
1: didn't want to really see this movie because i don't i don't do movies like this <laughs> <laughs> i don't it just i felt like there's probably injustice in it and i didn't like that but, um, oh, yeah. I, so I read there, there, yeah, what a lot. the plot was. And so I found out ahead of time that there is a big plot twist. I don't think it's too spoiler-y to tell everybody, but well, it's how, been out for a little bit. Yeah. But how do you feel about the, the twist at the end?
2: I was assuming there was going to be a twist just cause you know, it's, seems like it's kind of Gillian Gillian or Jillian. I never not how you say her name. Jillian Flynn's thing, yeah. at least based on Gone Girl. Um, so I guess when it happened, it wasn't like a oh my god. It was just kind of like a, oh okay, so there is a twist. Right. Okay, there is it. There it is. Didn't harm the movie at all. Um, for a split second, it kind of slowed things down. I feel like because like I was saying before this podcast, you you're so invested and you follow the widows for this whole movie, and there's this mystery, you know, of kind of you don't you don't really know what the job is until they're doing the job. And so, thats kind of the main thing in your head. It's like, okay, they're getting prepared for this big job, but what are they actually going to be doing? And then, when it's revealed that Liam Neeson is still alive, it's like—spoiler
1: alert! Liam well, we already Neeson said I mean, Yeah. <laughs> um,
2: the movie's been out. It's Whoops. fine. Yeah. <laughs> Was it me this time? Um, <laughs> no, it wasn't. the 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 focus the focus shifts to him for like three four minutes. Uh-huh. Um, as it kind of explains what really happened from his side of things. And it's still cool. It's just like in the heat of the moment, it's still like I'm just still with Viola Davis and her crew.
1: Do you feel like in that moment you were betrayed as well? Because doesn't the movie open with him having this loving relationship with Viola Davis? And then you turn, yeah. come to find out he's like, no, I want a family with this other woman.
2: <laughs> he's not trying to start a family with another woman. It's... uh. That's the one thing I actually really liked about the twist is, like, yes, he's revealed as kind of a bad guy. Right. But it's...
1: But he has a child with another woman, and he wants to go off and, like, be a father with her child, or his child.
2: Yeah, but what I'm trying to say is, like, the way it's written and presented, it's not so black and white. Uh Which is what I really liked about, like, their final confrontation, because... You know, it would be really easy to just have oh, her husband, who she had this beautiful relationship, was actually a bad guy all along. What? But it's not. It's not that simple. It's he's incredibly selfish for what he's doing, but uh-huh. you can still see the. You know the
0: the shades of gray,
2: the the shame. I guess in his eyes, like he knows how shameful he's being, how selfish he is. You know, he has a lion. Saying he couldn't save them, meaning their relationship after the death of their son, he's like, I couldn't save us, so I had, I had to save me. So he's just trying to get out and start fresh mm. without really caring enough about what it means to the people he's leaving behind.
0: It also makes you help out Viola Davis's character a lot too, yeah.
2: Because I, I mean, obviously she kills him, she out outs uh smarts him, but immediately she goes over and like cradles his body because mm. she you, you get the sense that she understands why he did what he did, and she, and she understands that he hated what he was doing, but he still had to do it. Right. And so it's a really complicated little morally gray scene that I actually really appreciated.
0: Yeah, I did too. Yeah, I, I like the twist. Mm.
2: The one thing I didn't like, there's a quick scene between just... Liam Neeson and uh Colin Farrell's character, like the mayor the per- yeah. the person they're they're stealing the money from, and Liam Neeson just seems kind of mustache twirly he's kind of like <laughs> kind of like a bad guy you know that. just like yeah. so for a split second it kind of doesn't seem like he really cares about his wife or the bigger picture of things. It's just like is the pl- is everything going according to plan It's like ugh.
0: I wouldn't blame that so much because I think um it kind of helps leads the audience to thinking of one thing where you see like the actual uh, motivations for his character yeah. towards the end. No, I so get- I mean, it, it looks like it, but really there's payoff and it's mm-hmm. not so one note. No, so I get it. The, the scene that we
2: much. were just talking about, the confrontation with Viola Davis and him definitely redeems that. That was just, if I had, if there was one scene where I was, I guess you could say like taken out of it, it was just this quick little scene with yeah. him and Colin sure. Farrell where I'm like, Okay, this seems like the most generic heist movie scene in this movie. Mm. Everything else is so, like, tasteful and done so, so well. Mm. This scene is just kind of like it dips for a second.
1: So, you enjoyed Widows probably a little bit more than Creed. Oh, yeah. And you enjoyed Creed more than Widows. So there was yeah. a little bit of something for everybody yeah. this weekend, oh. and we all just were disappointed by Fantastic Beasts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we can all agree on that. We can all that. agree. <laughs> and I
1: was gearing up thinking I might actually like this one more than the first one. I know. Ooh. Same here. And I was... So well, <laughs> oh, I, I, man.
2: Yeah.
0: Actually, that, that's fair. That's I haven't been burned
2: point. like that. I don't know if like ever, because usually I had contemporary expectations or whatever, oh, right. but I was, I was so... I was giving like, her the benefit of, benefit JK, of the doubt. How could you do this? You to learned me? your mistakes from the first one. That's not how you write a screenplay. Right. And then, oh.
1: And then she <laughs> didn't she didn't words. learn. She didn't learn. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, yeah. I feel I feel bad for criticizing her because I do I do love her as an author, and I think she's wonderful, um, just a wonderful human being. But yeah, I just don't think screenplay is the right medium for her. No. At least
2: not yet. She's got to. <laughs> She got to write a couple more and figure out the you know the rules,
0: or at least help someone.
2: Have I'm someone worried help that her.
1: her trying to trudge through this is going to ruin, diminish the returns on each of these movies. I well, mean, I mean,
2: Fantastic some... Beasts was kind of like the the. I mean, I don't know the numbers off the top of my head, but yeah. at least in like a general sense, it kind of seems like Crimes of Grindelwald was like the solo of the Harry Potter universe in terms of just right. numbers, money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's go with. You know, it was not really an event no it dropped to number four the next weekend it dropped quite a bit you know it's
1: i I was really disappointed in that too and because the second weekend was thanksgiving it mm -hmm. should not have dropped yeah and i
2: mean unlike solo which is you know pretty you know solid if safe movie by all accounts just a lot of behind the scenes stuff that yeah just kind of messed with it this movie is just not a very good movie and even die hard harry potter fans weren't, you know, going to put on rose-tinted glasses and see through the problems. Like, there were so many issues. It just wasn't a good yeah. movie, and people realized that.
0: I mean, worldwide, it still is making its money back, and it, obviously another one will be made because of that, yeah. but I do I, think Warner think, should have some cause for concern I just, with all Yeah, feedback. like what
2: Cody was, I think Cody was saying, it's kind of like, I mean, I just don't know if the wizarding world will ever you know get back to even the first fantastic beasts you know like
1: i think the last one could do well but yeah the the third and fourth one aren't i just
2: (sighs) oh there's still three more
1: i know i i really i really wish they would have done an arc of one two and three was this grindenwald story with three being like the showdown and then four and five could be this other kind of offshoot why do they
2: have to be five movies though yeah, Wi-Fi.
0: I mean, you could just have it be three and yeah, but but I again, okay I mean, three. everything, in, everything in all accounts is a cash grab, and yeah, if they see an opportunity to, to make money, they'll make as much or they'll try and make as many as they can, so that way they can do it. So I, I guess
2: just thought of a good segue, but I'm not gonna say it because it would make Kyle angry because it's about the line. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, I know where you're going with that. Should we dive? In, should we dive into Let's those trailers? Oh uh, yeah. Um. Trailers. Trailer. Well, first, I guess, yeah, Lion King.
0: Yes, it came out over Thanksgiving. Yeah, when did it, it air during like a football game? or something? It aired during the Cowboys Redskins game, and then it was released right? online right after that. You
1: know, because there's so many avid Lion King
2: fans watching football. <laughs> I I thought it was. I gotta turn into the game. They're gonna show. The, they're, they might show the Lion King.
0: Teams. I mean, I thought yeah. Sunday night football <laughs> would make a little more sense to show, or not Sunday night football, uh, the Thursday night game. But instead, it was like. Middle of the afternoon and all of a sudden like I heard the Lion King music and James Earl Jones's voice. So I like looked my head up and then my jaw dropped because <laughs> so I was seeing a real-life Simba and it was amazing. Uh, <laughs> was, it, was it a real-life Simba? Uh, yes, it's real life. All the lines were real because they looked real.
2: They do look very real. Yeah, so it Even... dropped over
0: Thanksgiving and everyone saw it like a billion times because it's already breaking records. Yeah, it was like, like the, the, the most
2: second viewed. most viewed trailer in history, I think.
0: Yeah, something like that. And it was only like a few days, where right? Dropped. I mean, I guess the I Lion know.
2: King really needs no introduction. No, and so I, you all know the story. So what were Lion your
1: Lion King is a really extremely popular Disney property. Oh, it Lion really is. King
2: is like arguably the probably if you could pull every person who would I would say you know it, take it, I would say yeah, Lion King has a strong chance of being the yeah. most and favorite. And then
1: maybe yes. uh, Finding Nemo <laughs> yes, is, is surprise to me is surprisingly popular.
2: Yeah, but that's Pixar. I'm just talking sorry. about traditional
1: Disney. Oh, we're we gonna stick with okay. There's this traditional <laughs> Disney thing again.
0: It it yeah, yeah it is. It it does come from yeah. It, they're, they're the, very distinct.
1: Then Beauty and the Beast would be second. I would yeah, Disney Renaissance
2: Disney. era was always seems to be. I wonder if that's because it's still like so nostalgic and more recent than golden and silver eras. I think right.
0: that and also and also just the way the stories were told was a lot better than oh yeah some of the other eras that we've seen. Some of them. I mean, them. like, the older stuff are, like, classics, yeah, but, you know, like, they're very dated, and the animation is not as strong as, you know, what we Maybe see in the Silver currently. Age. Snow White, and and Pinocchio is, like, the best anime. There's always dips, like, in the 70s and 80s or whatever it was, and the same in the early 2000s. I mean, every era has it its dips.
2: low points, like. And, yeah, that's true, too. Like, I loved Hercules as a little kid, but. Probably the general consensus the is that, you know, Hercules is not really a, a very strong disney movie sure um but no lion king huge when it first came out has remained huge ever since and here For we are most
1: people not people
2: me. are you know they, Kyle. i don't know they <laughs> people are gonna flock to the theaters it's yeah. gonna make oh, seven trillion dollars And i'm gonna
0: lead the charge because i love <laughs> the lion king and i'm so excited that they're gonna do a cgi remake live action remake whatever you want to call it on this because i mean we have the technology to do it and since we're doing it with these other Disney movies, might as well do it with one of the greats. And that so being thoughts on the liking. trailer? I it looks fantastic. I think the CGI excuse me the CGI in this looks almost better than Jungle Book, which is crazy. because oh, that was like oh, two, three years better. ago. Even
2: Jungle Book looked amazing. Yeah, but.
0: exactly, and that's saying a lot. And I mean, I mean, yeah, like the trailer, it's the shots that we know. And people are shots. gonna be kind of concerned.
2: The exact shots. <laughs> the exact
0: same. Exactly. And there's same. cause and there's cause for concern. And people are like, oh, it's just gonna be that. And yeah, it will be. And I mean, I'm sure they're gonna add a few other things to try and make it a little different, like between scenes and maybe some. Oh yeah, music, they're gonna flesh out
2: storylines. It's probably gonna be. I mean,
0: it's definitely gonna be longer than the original one. Yeah, for just like sure. like they did with Beauty and the Beast, where they like. Yeah, exactly
1: gave bell a little bit more backstory
0: yeah i mean yeah. they gave bell more backstory beast got a little more backstory new yeah. songs this and that we'll do that and for lion honestly king. That, I, that i don't mind that personally that's kind of what i want with this lion king remake i just want to see them as though it would be like a live action like real life yeah and you know i'll be i'll be okay with it i love the story already so you know why not keep going with the same type of story, but if you have things different yeah. it, that's I mean, cool the too. trailer
2: is totally fine. Way better than the Aladdin teaser. Oh, so much better than <laughs> Way the Way better True. than yeah. the Aladdin teaser, but really. But,
1: <laughs> but, man, James Earl Jones' voice, like, who doesn't love yeah, that? I like, he could have narrated the <laughs> Aladdin trailer and been like, this is the best. <laughs> this is yeah. Who cares about <laughs> Genie? Like, ah. I guess
2: my <laughs> thing, though, it like, doesn't even involve the the, the the movie itself. It's just, it's just the principle of, you know, Disney just going back and, and pumping out these quote unquote live action reimaginings of the other movies, I don't. know. It just seems lazy to me, I guess. And I so, like- as a matter of principle, I just I'm not that excited for it. You know, Lion King is really good. It's not one of my. It's not my favorite Disney movie, but it's up there. It's really good. But I just don't need a slightly longer again quote unquote live action version.
1: I wonder if they should re remo- reimagine these like i feel i find that i'm not as excited if there's not people in them like aladdin makes sense because it was like <laughs> well yeah because an you want to see a live
2: action version
1: yeah and mulan makes sense because it's like <laughs> yeah. oh this is a real you're gonna have person. a
2: giant lord of the rings style battle with all these people in right. these awesome costumes and armor and oh my gosh horseback rolling hills that swords.
1: One, yes definitely do beauty and the beast to a certain extent because that was just one of my favorites so i'm glad they I don't. I I just feel like Look,
2: no, I get that though, because there's people in there. Right. The whole that's the whole idea, you know. This live action. Is... It it it. You know, kind of like with the the Pikachu movie, you know. There's right. there's people in it. They're live action. That's what you think of when you think of live action is people yeah. on screen.
1: This is just animated, like to make it look super realistic. Like, yeah. the animation got. And so again, good. it's
2: it's a it's a petty debate. You know, is this live action? Is this animated? Right. But to me, it's just. It, it, I mean it is animated. They're all computer I feel generated.
1: Like we can make the determination that you can't call it live action unless there's actual people in it. Just beans. <laughs> it just, it just that seems
2: acted. it just seems like a fresh coat of paint put on put on a movie that they know is gonna be successful and that just seems kinda lazy to me. It feels hollow. Like Yeah. I'm sure the movie itself will be good. It'll be fun for when I'm watching it. I'm not gonna like cherish it afterwards. It's probably not gonna be like a this movie had a serious effect on me. This really impacted my <laughs> life. This is going in my mental catalog of truly, truly inspirational movies. You know, it's not going to do any of that. I'll probably forget about it later that day or that week. It's not going to be, you know. <laughs>
1: this is so hard for Kyle. I'm
0: holding, I'm holding it together.
1: We're not super excited for this one at all. Again, Eric it's the, it's I. the
2: matter of principle. It's just. I don't know. It's just kind of.
1: It's Eric's principle, and I just never liked Lion King. So <laughs> that, like, I like that. That, that I don't understand. I liked
2: Lion King. I didn't watch it a lot as a kid. I saw it a couple times, but mm. I was familiar with it. To me, it's just there. The Lion King is right there. I'll watch that. I'll watch the Lion King if I want to watch Lion King. I don't. And then I
1: get JTT's voice. For like all I you wonder girls out there that know who that is. <laughs> like like
2: I wonder you think
0: I don't know who JT. You is. know, I wonder like ten, twenty years
2: down the line are are people gonna love the live action Beauty and the Beast as much as the you know, are they gonna when love you their just, version when you're in the mood True, that is a good point. Um <laughs> when you're in the mood though, I just I don't really ever see myself opting to watch the uh, Emma Watson Beauty and the Beast over Sometimes the I, animated beginning I
1: season. watch the Emma Watson one, but I would say 2 out of 3 times I pick the animated one. It's yeah. shorter and I just like the songs a little bit more.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So again, the, the movie, versions of those songs. The movie I'm sure will be as great as it can be. You know, Jon Favreau I thought really did a good job with Jungle Book. Yeah. Um so I'm sure he'll do a, just as great of a job here. It's just the, it's just the matter of principle for me. I don't know. Yeah. Like, that and I just that's not the kind of movie that I'm going to get really, really excited for and checking the calendar, counting down the days. Mm-hmm.
1: I am for Mulan. <laughs> That's like my go-to Disney reimagining one that I'm super excited about. Yeah, Aladdin, yeah. this one. What else do we have? I feel like we have another one before Dumbo. that. Dumbo. Dumbo, yeah. All right, I'm just, I really don't want to see Dumbo. <laughs> the cartoon makes me cry. I can't imagine this one. Was <laughs> it well, you were
0: the one to see dumbo really bad who wanted to see dumbo i mean i don't
2: want to see any of these really bad but dumbo (laughs) dumbo does look of these it looks like the the least
0: the most pointless (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, like
2: they're actually doing something different with it i'll give you guys
0: that the original dumbo movie is like a
2: lean like 70 minutes it's it's so short Uh, yeah and this live action thing like especially tim burton it looks like light happy fun tim burton not like the creepy Yeah, (laughs) I'm like, okay, he he's a visionary director. I want to see what he can do with this. You know, there's so much to expand upon from this original 70 minute thing, and it's you know so far detached at this point that you know it's not like super fresh in everybody's minds. I feel like right. So that that to me is more true to what an actual reimagining should be, not just a you know let's make it look like it's on this generation (laughs) of special effects instead of those old school cartoons
0: sure fair enough I even see, though the, I li- the, even though the original
2: lion king's animation is amazing oh it's fantastic you know it holds up beautifully mm-hmm. which is just even more reason why i don't think they need to make this one <laughs> but <laughs> whatever i'm excited to hear the cast
0: uh, you're you don't know who the cast is
2: no i mean like their voices
0: oh yeah. you hear the okay yeah because we heard
2: james earl Jones. Right. I just want to hear everybody else.
0: No, I I do want to hear everyone. That's else's. one thing that
2: could you know differentiate. It's like okay, let's see how they interpret these characters.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a good point too. I don't know. I mean, it's it's most likely a nostalgia thing because I love Lion King so much. It's but a
2: hardcore Lion King fanboy. I He's gonna go I, on a main. I really am. <laughs> Going to look
1: like Cats Broadway show. When he just gets. dyed red
0: like Simba's was. in yeah. the Original, but no, I'm just. I mean. You know, when it comes to these remakes, like usually I look forward to them because at least it—I mean, they'll be the same thing, but at least well, like yeah, there's something we can use for this that. technology to make it kind of interesting. You know, you
2: like this story, and it's fun to have a new version at this time and place because it's kind of going to be like seeing it for the first time again. Yeah, I kind
0: of get that. I get. I totally get that appeal. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that—that's kind of where I'm coming from with that. So, mm-hmm.
1: cool. I need to see another trailer, but I think it might be too scary for the little guys. Like actual animals being like,
0: <sighs> yeah, that is a
2: weird thing to think yeah. about because you know, in the time of the original Lion King or like, throughout all of like Disney's history, the technology wasn't there to show real live animals doing these things. No. There's something inherently like way more innocent about seeing a cartoon version mm. than like very realistic looking <laughs> animals like look real probably gonna be like tearing each other's throats out. It's like, oh, yeah. it's gonna be, it's gonna be pretty intense.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: so no, that exciting. is that
0: is a good point though. maybe I mean it'll have a PG rating or whatever, but will like the realistic aspect of it be too scary for kids or too intense? Yeah, maybe. for the little little's. Maybe that maybe know. Know. we know. have, have this whole thing, thing backwards
2: book, and if but... since they don't really have anything to compare it to, if this is like their first experience with it, that's just going to be that's going to set the bar right there. So it's maybe. like, yeah, yeah this is animals tearing each other to death. And then they watched That's the original, really like, this bar. is so
0: lame. Yeah. This is so kiddy. Yeah. Who knows? That will kind of be interesting to see. That's what I
1: thought about the first one. That's why I didn't watch it. It's like <laughs> this is for little kids. <laughs>
0: Brutal.
2: I am way mom. too cool for this. Way
0: too big for this. You weren't even
2: cool. <laughs> okay. Well, next trailer.
0: <laughs> yes, the next trailer. This is a curious
2: one. From yeah. Disney. Because
0: it, is a, it is a weirdly curious one. It's. Uh, I mean, the
2: trailer itself... Yeah, first of all, I guess, what is uh, Artemis Fowl? Oh,
0: Artemis Fowl. What yeah. is Artemis Fowl? Uh, based on the book series, uh, Artemis Fowl follows 12-year-old genius Artemis Fowl, uh, descended of a long line of criminal masterminds, as he finds himself in a battle of strength and cunning against a powerful hidden race of fairies who may be behind his father's disappearance.
2: Yeah, so the books were huge when I was in like elementary school. Like Eowyn a- Colfer, she's this Irish author, mm-hmm. and... Like I never read them myself, but Same here, so many, you know, you could see like four or five kids in the classroom with their noses in one of the like six different books. I there never were. read yeah. either. I
1: think they were they were, were,
2: after they were my really time. they were really really I think big. They were, too, yeah. they were really really big. they
1: were probably being big at the time I was dismissing Lion King as being. <laughs> I think the first one was published in two
2: thousand one. I think. Um, well, I, I mean, I can look it up now. But uh, if yeah. it
1: was two thousand one, yeah. I was definitely dismissing. Lion King. <laughs> uh, so childish. yeah, they were
2: they were they were really popular. I never read them, but I was I was aware of them because it was it was like the Hunger Games at that time, you know. And she made like six or seven of them. They never got to be like you know Harry Potter levels or Hunger Games levels. It was just like a. It was a. Kind of like Percy time. Jackson. Yeah, where yeah. It's popular, but yeah. Um. But the thing that I'm kind of confused about, and it seems like a lot of people who grew up with the books are starting to wonder, is this movie, it's kind of hard to gauge based on this trailer because it's...
1: Merely a teaser.
2: I mean, it has that kind of ominous music playing. It doesn't really give you a good indication of the tone, like how how uh, comedic it'll be or how kid-friendly it'll be. But you know, it's Disney, so it's probably gonna be like a PG, PG maybe PG-13 thing. Right. Kind of like Wrinkle in Time, maybe.
1: I think it's in the vein of Wrinkle in Time or Percy Jackson. And I think there's going to be a problem with that. Well, yeah, because 12 year old protagonist.
2: The thing. Yeah, that's that's the that's the question that a lot of people are bringing up is. Again, purely at face value, judging this based on the teaser, but it looks like it's kind of being marketed towards the ages of the demographic of the age the kids were when they read these books when they first yeah. came out. But those, these books aren't really a thing anymore you know no. kids aren't still reading them they aren't being passed down to by generation like harry potter has or is so it's like this the age of kids they're making this for aren't reading these books it's yeah. like they should be marketing it towards the kids who read them as a kid and are like uh-huh. kind of nostalgic for it but that the tone doesn't line up with that no so it's, it's kind of like
1: it's weird it's
2: like almost disney is banking or relying hoping that kids who read them when they were younger are gonna maybe take their kids to it but that was it wasn't that long ago no. you know so i don't know i'm just kind of confused i think it's another case of it was really big at a certain time and they
1: greenlit it
2: and they greenlit it probably
1: yeah,
2: yeah for all i know this has probably been trying to people have been trying to get this thing off the ground for forever yeah and now here we are fan base isn't really there anymore it was but i just don't think it's gonna be what they think it's going to be
1: no i would i would think it's going to be a wrinkle in time yeah where it's beautifully done and it's oh, yeah. no it, the, the trailer appeal. looks interesting you know the yeah
2: the concept is like out there you know it's, there has to have been a reason why they caught on when they did you know just the whole idea of the fairy world and this little evil genius kid he's like an anti-hero kind of thing mm-hmm. um but I don't know. I just, I don't know who they're really making it for. I think they're kind of over it and, or, uh, expecting, expecting there to be more people turning out for it out of nostalgia than there will be.
1: Well, I think that that's why we're getting a trailer now.
0: Yeah. Cause when is it supposed to come out? Uh, next August.
1: Okay. So just to kind of give you August. an idea, Artemis Fowl trailers come out, um, the Aladdin trailer, the Lion King trailer, and Disney had one other trailer. Toy Story. Dumb- Toy Story. Yeah. And, 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 and Dumbo too, yeah, that's right. All of those have come out before an Avengers trailer. So they yeah. know which
2: ones they have to mark. <laughs> yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah. No, I agree with you guys. I think Artemis Fowl is kind of a a few years too late. Unless yeah. <laughs> if they know something that we don't and people are still reading Artemis Fowl, but I'd be a little surprised, honestly. But yeah. then again, I also haven't read the book series, so like I don't really know the love or the nostalgia. Again, forever, yeah, me whatever. either. But
2: it was I was surrounded by it.
0: Yeah, as yeah, I I remember those books being passed around. <laughs> I remember those books back being when we were in around elementary around, school too. together. I did like some of the shots. Like I mean, there was some really stunning looking shots. Oh yeah, the no, director... it's
2: Kenneth Branagh, C- Brahma. Bron- Bron- oh Bron- oh I bet right? it's gonna yeah. be beautiful. Yeah, no, he he he's so, a like a. I don't. know, He puts a big scale onto things. He makes them look yep. really, really like epic and beautiful.
0: Yeah, he definitely does. So that is piquing my interest based on the shots and who is behind the project. But mm-hmm. no, again, a few years too late. Don't know I think if this is quite gonna work. My initial for Disney, gut feeling but... is
2: telling me that it'll be a a beautifully well done movie. Um, but it's just not the big thing that they're hoping I don't for. Think that, yeah.
1: that book series sounds like it created a world. You know, I think it
2: did, but because they were a lot of these a lot of these books, the movie has to come out pretty soon after the books okay. are really taking off otherwise it just kind of fades and I think that's what happened here because you know Harry Potter the first Harry Potter movie came out I think like around the time the third or fourth book was coming out so right. people were super high on Harry Potter because of the books and now the movies are coming out too. whoa, this is crazy that happened with Hunger Games kind of. I don't I'm not sure when the last book came out I think but
1: that's why the first Hunger Games was so good and then the second and third one just yeah didn't quite match up. Um, yeah, that's a good point. The books point. had already been done. We knew how it was going to yeah, end.
2: Yeah, Harry Potter just had this perfect lining up of both uh-huh. like the books were the most popular they've ever been mm-hmm. and then the movies started before the books were over, then the books ended and people were like this is the last Harry Potter we have. We got to mm-hmm. we got to see this. But with this the books came and went and it was like a decade and now here's the movie, and yeah. like, oh wait, I rem- I remember those. Oh, cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I had to guess, it's probably gonna be the weakest of Disney's um, library this next year. But which
2: is stacked.
0: Yeah, I've <laughs> I mean, got every, so much. Every month they're gonna have one thing <laughs> after the other. That like they're gonna be fine. This isn't gonna hurt them at all. Oh, no. But it's definitely I definitely gonna be the weakest. Yeah. Uh, in terms of grossing.
2: Wonder, part of me wonders if, because again, I'm not familiar with the books, but I'm assuming there's probably going to be changes to characters or this person's supposed to be like this or this person you're but you're going against the source material and a lot of times that stuff will really hurt uh word of mouth because the fans will see it and be like this is a a blasphemy
0: i mean even harry potter had some of those moments very small but yeah harry potter's things were
2: mostly just like you didn't include this scene enough or you didn't include this scene lord of
1: the Rings is problem too yeah they were so rich, but in, people,
2: but people love the, the movies book, by yeah. and large. You know, of course, there's hardcore right. book purists right, who are going right. to be like, because you didn't include this sub sub subplot, you don't get the full effect of this. But I don't know. With this, apparently, like the my mom comment... will
1: always be sad. There's not a um, tree beard wasn't like and oh, what was the tree beard's handler? Anyways, in Laura Lorraine's oh, can't remember his name now. I just had it. <laughs> she yeah, will like always in... be sad he wasn't in there. Tom Bombadil?
0: Yeah. I think that's yeah, what it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. You know, I, I I, not, I've had, I I had Lord of that. the Rings book purist friends growing up, and they were like, Well, Bombadil's not in it. The book's better. It's like, Okay. Well, the movie's still amazing. I'm sure the book is, is better. <laughs> but it seems like this, you I know, do who love knows? Those movies. Maybe they'll change something, and people will be like, Oh, this is going against the book. This is trash. You know what
1: makes me like those movies even more? Is video games. I've been playing Skyrim and Witcher. And I just. Am oh, like, yeah. I love Lord of the Rings. <laughs> oh, I yeah. love all this high fantasy <laughs> stuff.
2: It has weirdly broad appeal, too. You know, especially now, like, you know, with Game of Thrones two widening that reach even more. Uh-huh. You know, people always when they think of really nerdy, it's like fantasy and sci-fi. Right. And I feel like fantasy just has a broader appeal. Oh, like yeah. my mom, she doesn't do sci-fi. But Lord of the Rings. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's probably because of Vigo Mortensen, honestly. But my mom did not complain about him at all.
1: <laughs> Let's just say she loved the books, um, like before and her and her friends were a little hippie and they even had Lord <laughs> yeah. of the Rings nicknames for each other. Oh, okay. So yeah. But um she loved Vigo
0: Mortensen. <laughs> well I mean I did, too. Born. Who oh. doesn't love Vigo?
2: <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Best of luck, Artemis Fowl, but
0: Lion King all the way. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I wonder when that Avengers trailer will come out, though. It's supposed to be this year, right? Like I probably like a Christmas gift.
1: I don't. Like Mary know. Poppins.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> like Mary have...
1: Poppins bought you. <laughs> Avengers death scenes. I
0: honestly cannot figure out when this trailer is coming out. I like, thought I, I saw a tweet or, or something where somebody's like, be
2: "You'll be get trailer. it. You'll get it in 2018." Hold your horses!
0: I have to think Christmas.
2: But yeah, they, I think. Do they have any other movies that, for next year that they haven't released trailers
0: for? Not that I know of. No, because they are. I guess Star released. Wars. Yeah. But
2: Star oh, Wars. I forgot about Star Wars two in twenty nineteen. Disney. <sighs> yeah, oh exactly. My God. Every year,
0: Disney, Disney oh take my God. money <laughs> now. <Just laughs> take it. At least, at least the wait will be longer. Can we get a de- it's Disney been a pretty debit long card so and <laughs> they can <yeah>. just pre-pass <laughs> the movie? I'll just prepay a fast now. pass Yeah, <laughs> like they do it disneyland <laughs> <laughs> yeah no they're they're gonna have a great year 2019 will be their year for sure
2: I, and i thought this was their year and i thought last year i mean was their yeah year. if you look at this and year i thought the year we before like, that hey, was their they year. got
0: some stuff and now we look at next year we're like oh my god that was nothing <laughs> the new
2: top 10 highest grossing films of all time are all gonna be for 2019 disney movies
0: yeah <laughs> really though
2: yeah <laughs> those lists Step don't even mean style. anything anymore no that list is the same thing as just whatever disney's most current year is
0: yeah no it's gonna be insane for them and and yeah i don't know when the next avengers trailer is gonna be i can no. only guess christmas now because i thought it was gonna be thanksgiving but well,
1: if you don't believe our thoughts on artemis Fowl, you should go check out our website and check out the trailer yourself you can yeah. check it out on preview preview on our homepage. and you just scroll down to the preview preview box like- or. You- you the can, s-
2: little tiniest bit of scrolling Yeah, it's, it's right there it's, it's right there in the yeah. middle and
1: then uh, if if not you can always look up the individual films in our film database we have all the trailers so if you want Everything. to see Red Band Artemis Fowl trailer and Wait, there's, there's no <laughs> there's Verheiser, no Red oh, official man. trailer all of those they're all there
0: so plus, go check them out plus on top of that we also have reviews out thanks to Eric with yeah. uh, Creed 2 and Fantastic Beasts and A Widow's One should be coming out soon right yep Volt yeah,
2: gathering my thoughts as we speak nice this podcast oh, yeah. helped it does You're welcome. it always helps it kinda You're flushes welcome.
1: it out but <laughs> yeah go check out those reviews they're really really good
2: and, and yeah I think that's, that's with that
1: we'll be back on Friday
2: yeah cool All right, take care see ya yep.
0: see ya